What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. Help us get to 200 because we're two away now. We're two away as of this recording. We're hoping we wake up and it's none. So that means 200 and then get us to 300. But but for whatever reason, I don't know if we will. So get us to 200 whenever this video comes out, if we haven't already. But And as always, check out the audio uh, like we said, if you guys are listening on audio, make sure you guys download it. Give it a five-star rating. Help us get up those ch- kind of those charts. I, we're still trying to figure out how that stuff works. But uh, if you guys are listening, head over to the YouTube and hit the subscribe button. Like it. And then check uh, out the socials. Socials mainly. Instagram, all, Twitter. TikTok. TikTok. Um, yeah. yeah, follow. Give it up everywhere. We're, like we said, challenge videos coming back soon. Um, and yeah. Uh, without a further ado, let's just get right let's into it. Get into it, it baby. Uh, Chargers, Jets, NFL, Monday Night Football. Yeah, and uh, we barely watched it because the Canucks because, were playing. Yeah, Canucks were playing, <laughs> and it, honestly, it was a tale like you know the scoreline described the game perfectly. Um, the Jets' offense can't turn the ball over, and they just got strip sacked after strip sacked. Joey Bosa was living in the backfield. You have no chance if that's happening if you're Zach Wilson. And uh, to be fair, like. That's only that's the only slack I'll give Zach Wilson, but to be blunt, he he wasn't really good, and uh, Salah said himself he's like he wasn't good, but he wasn't his worst game. I I agree with that what Sal- Robert Salah said there. Well, it's Zach Wilson. That's the definition of Zach Wilson of what you just said. <laughs> what exactly, Robert yeah. Salah just said is that's yeah. I mean, we don't need to waste too much time into it. Battle of the QBs were pretty bad. Herbert obviously struggled, but from what he has done, obviously I don't know how much like Nick Shook said that injury is affecting him. I hope they pick it up. It probably like, is I want to see this team. Him. I just want to see this team do well with him. It probably um, is affecting him because a guy that good that can fall off all of a sudden. Off, like yeah, exactly. And, and he's been playing with like bomb sh- elbows and shoulders last year too, and he did well, right? So like he was up thirty nothing in a playoff game before. But yeah, Jets. If Aaron Rodgers does magically come back, figure out your own line. I saw a guy. I think it was Dan Lebertard saying like, "What if he actually did not tear his Achilles?" <laughs> yeah, imagine, right? Like, if he comes back, that, he, he did not. If he comes back, he did not tear his Achilles. That's a conspiracy theory right there. That's the biggest yeah. conspiracy theory of this. If he comes back, season. he did not tear his Achilles. There's no way, right? Because you need. Well, speaking of, t- oh, yeah, finish off. Uh, like what? It takes what, ten to twelve months. Yeah. And like obviously, how it should advance. At minimum, you could last six if you're yeah. like if you had the everything goes perfectly. He he has what two months in right now. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. But um, speaking of torn Achilles, though, very quickly before I forget, Cam Akers. Sucks. Once again, <laughs> yeah. tore it again. First time was with the Rams, but the Super Bowl year, I think. I think so, yeah. Or he came, I don't know if he came back for it, but yeah. And then... Uh, no, that was a year before. Year before. So he came back that season. Okay, and then he tore it again. He was the emergency QB to Josh, Josh Dobbs. Um, and then unfortunately tore his Achilles. Laid out a sick block to the point where Jeff Saturday gave him a pancake. Yeah. get up but yeah don't get well soon um before we continue remind me of soccer and when we talk about soccer that's a heads up for you guys um whatever you know what's happening friday remind me to bring that up today oh. um of course i know what's happening friday yeah have to get up for that yeah but let's head into our superlatives finishing off week, let's finish off the week yeah week nine are your biggest disappointment my biggest disappointment is of week nine what was yours again? Mine is the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, yeah, I just want to make sure. Uh, I'll start off then, I guess. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons, you found a way to falcon it up. You know, you're having a good year until, until now, I guess, because yeah. of, um, 
Josh Dobbs doesn't know the name of his players, uh, his teammates. Cadence is. Uh, Kevin O'Connell was calling plays like how we call plays in a backyard football. Like, okay, yeah. you, the guy's going to throw. This guy, whoever, KG Osborne is going to run an in route, right? Uh, TJ Hawkinson is going to run a slant, right? That's that's how we're legit running, like how we draw plays on the football. Yeah. That's what he was saying verbally in his year. I wish we could have watched that game a little bit. Oh, which is quick promo guest video dropping this weekend because we had a guest recording in the afternoon then, so we met or morning, morning <laughs> afternoon, like late. So we obviously missed most of that. But Josh Dobbs, bro, I'm giving you credit though. Like, yeah, I rolled off Arizona like okay, you're gonna be destroyed every game, no chance, right? Man kept him in the game. Almost every time, especially in the first half. The minute he leaves, Arizona got shut out. Now, granted, they're playing a historically great defense. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. And then he's one and zero with the Vikings. Yeah, but um, for me, it was between two teams. I'm gonna give. Uh, it was between the Seahawks. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say the Seahawks though, because like I know Baltimore is now considered a Super Bowl contender. I don't care what anybody says. Now that being said, every time we say something good about a team or bad about a team, they do the opposite the week after. AKA our rankings gets messed up. Exactly. But uh. <laughs> The reason why I'm not going with the Seahawks, though, because the Ravens did this to the Lions as well. And, yeah, the Seahawks were disappointing, don't get me wrong. But I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. And don't get me wrong, the Chiefs were disappointing, too, because they almost blew it. But I'm going with the Miami Dolphins for the simple fact that their three losses are against the good teams and their wins are all against bad teams. Um, Yes, you play what's in front of you and you win those games. It's football, it's tough, we get it, we've seen upsets, I understand that. But you also need to be beating the good teams. At least the Buffalo Bills beat some of the good teams. They beat you. <laughs> yeah, they beat you, for example, right? If you're trying to prove that you're the team of the division, like we thought you were at one point in our rankings, the team that put up 70, but you again, yes, it's tough to put up 70 against any team, but you did it against the Broncos, right? Now you got to put, like you let Chris Jones and uh, Trent McDuffie destroy you, essentially. Like so Chris Jones is a beast. <laughs> you need to, like when the fall, like your remaining schedule now um, the only tough matchup you have is the Ravens, Bills, and Cowboys, right? I don't care about the Raiders. We already know the shit show they are. The Jets, they're a shit show. Commanders, they're a sh- man shit Bro, my show. My boy Aiden O'Connell is going to rip it up. Okay, and then the Titans and the Jets again. So, like, your last... So, technically, based on what you're going, you should have six losses. So, what's the math there? T- 11, 11 and 6. 11 and 6. So, yeah. you should be going 11 and 6, but the problem is I want to see you beat the Cowboys, the Ravens, or the Bills. Yes, I'm counting Cowboys as a good team because they are a good team at the end of the day. Um, that's how you're going to make it go into the play. Like, good news is you're probably going to get in the playoffs because of your schedule. Bad news is. Bad news is you're not going to, you, what, if you guys, fin- if you finish top wild card, you're probably playing the fourth seed. And who's. Doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Doesn't matter where you finish, you're going to play someone that's good. That has a winning record, and you're 0-3 against winning records. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what matters. Okay, but yeah, so I just need you guys... Now, unfortunately, we have to wait till Christmas Eve to see that. But it's disappointing, though, because like eventually you got to play one of these teams in the playoffs, and we know what the Chiefs, and at times the Bills do. Maybe the Bengals, we know what they have. Those three teams historically have had great playoff performances. Heck, even Jacksonville came back from 30 down last year to win, right? So... Uh, yeah, that's my disappointing team. Surprise of the week for me is going to be more player and a coach. Shout out to Antonio Pierce and the Raiders. Yeah. Yes, it's the Giants, but you still dropped 30, right? That's impressive enough right there. That just shows how bad Josh McDaniels was uh, and how good Aiden O'Connell is. And also Josh Jacobs finally had a game too, which obviously helps. And then the second player, 
historic historic Sunday for him. CJ Stroud. Okay, I was gonna go there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Aiden O'Connell and them, but yeah, go finish off. Yeah. CJ Stroud, a uh, historic performance by him, breaking the rookie passing yards in a game, and also a game-winning drive with 40 seconds. I think no timeouts. Him and Tank Dell connecting on two, one pass on the sideline, then the next pass being a touchdown. So. Yeah, shout out to CJ Stroud, and uh, I'm scared of you because you're gonna be in my division for a long, long time. Before we get into the division for a second, and I give mine, did ESPN hack into our thing because we didn't release the episode and they were talking about MVP? Exactly, <laughs> like you right? were trying yeah. to bring up. We had we had it recorded the night before. Yeah, but then obviously they air the next morning, Monday yeah. morning. We we, we released ours like at two two or three o'clock. Three o'clock. PST. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. Um, Like I said, to your point, I don't think he'll get it or get consideration unless he wins a division. That's it. But I feel like he should get consideration. Check out that pod. He should be a Pro Bowler. Yeah, <laughs> that's for check, sure. Check out that pod. Yeah, right? that's where we had our full-on argument. It wasn't even it wasn't an, an argument. argument. It was, it like, was just. An, we're trying to make our cases here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make a case of the realism. And you're trying to make the case of like it should happen. A narrative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to make that narrative. Um. Happen, basically. Before I say mine, division-wise, how long are you gonna say before? The four te- quarterbacks in the AFC South, because that's where our squad's at. It's gonna be like the toughest division in football. Take it over, essentially. So I would say, assuming I mean, everyone's already there, year three of their because they're all the same rookie class. So year three, year three. Because CJ right now is looking fine. If the question is Anthony Richardson post injury, that's where that's why I'm giving him an extra year. And uh, Will Levis, we'll see how he does in a full season. In a full season, right? But my disappointment is, all, oh, sorry, my uh, surprise is obvious. Josh, Josh Dobbs, like we talked about it, we don't need to go too much into it. Yeah, that's that's just the obvious one for me. All right, Thursday gonna, night football. Thursday night football previewing. Moving on. Before to we me. go, previews, um, some news, uh, that came out. Our former guy, former Colts QB, former Eagles QB, and former Washington QB is taking the Baker Mayfield route. The difference, though, Baker Mayfield had played for the Carolina Panthers before he got cut, but the LA Rams have signed Carson Wentz, and I don't know if he's playing this weekend because uh, it's I think Matthew Stafford's questionable, but I could double check that. But yeah, I mean, I'm happy that he's on a team. Don't get me wrong, but my message to the Rams here is. If you're in a situation where you have to sign Carson Wentz, you gotta draft a QB this upcoming draft. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. There's one. I mean, you're with Sean McVay, so let's see what happens. Let's see yeah. what happens. Yeah. But uh, the other news is like we mentioned earlier, Will Levis is officially QB one. Well, 100% has to be. He has to be QB one. He he had more touchdown passes in a game than Tannehill had all season. So that's prime evidence right there. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's get into Thursday night football. Carolina versus Chicago, um, the battle of the shits, the battle of where Chicago gets both picks. Sorry, Carolina. No, Chicago gets both. Chicago picks. gets both picks. So. Either way, they're in a win-win situation because of that. Um, I went with the Panthers, even I though sh- this, according to yeah. the score, Chicago is a minus three and a half. So I just had this gut feeling. I know, like that's why I picked the Panthers. I don't even care if Tyson Badge is playing or not. Even if Justin Fields was playing, I probably would have picked it. Now, the Panthers' defense wasn't too bad against the Colts. To be fair, like, yeah, they weren't true. horrendous. Like it took two Kenny Moore touchdowns. Yeah, to win that game, right? And then, uh, yeah, for me, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect from this game. I expect the pan. They're both seven losses. Panthers only have one win. Bears have two wins, right? Yeah, so you expect a dud. You expect everything. Panthers legit. It doesn't matter if they lose. So they, they are my one of my most disappointing like, teams because yeah. their coaching staff is up there. 
But then when, like you said, like Nick Shook said, their O line isn't the greatest. His pastor, the coaching, his pastor prime. <laughs> the O line isn't the greatest, and then we'll see. But yeah, I mean, like, I'm, like you expect a dud game. The thing, reason why I'm going with the Panthers is, like, if they win, it doesn't cost them anything. Yeah. Right. Where the Bears, it might cost them a little bit, just because Arizona is still in the mix. You know, up there. Right as now, well. Chicago is probably getting. Um, Caleb Williams, if he declares, and with Marvin Harrison Jr. Unless but, Arizona uh, has something to say about that. Arizona could be the first number one overall pick. True. That one's a different question. I'll bring it up when we talk Dude, about Arizona. Yeah, that, that's, we'll, we'll talk about that after, like later on, if, if that ever happens, if they are the number one pick, because do they trade it or do they just straight up draft Marvin Harrison Jr. number one? Because, yeah, because we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, I want care. Uh, do you expect this game to be Colts Broncos 2.0? No, I think to be a little bit more. Exciting? I think they're both so bad we might actually get something good to watch. I mean, last year was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know how math is like two negatives equal a positive. Sometimes it works out. Yeah, and then other times you have Colts Broncos. Yeah. Um, before we go with the superlatives for this week, uh, I have Panthers. Let's just say by a score. I, I have know. Panthers too, just because I have no logic. I just a gut feeling. Yeah. Um, why the hell is the Jets Raiders not flexed out? I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Know. This was pr- pr- prior Brown, to Antonio Browns and Ravens are playing the same week. Brian's, yeah, and uh, okay, Lions Chargers are playing, which is okay. No, but Browns, then Niners Ravens. Jags. Niners Jags and Browns Ravens. Monday night and Sunday night right there. Simple as I'm that. I'm okay with the Monday night because Buffalo's at least in there. But the way they've been playing, I don't know. But yeah, like there's no d- question that Browns Ravens should have been a, um, not a 10, should, not, should have been a 10 a.m. game. It should have been a flexed into prime time yeah Dude, what's the point of flexing <laughs> exactly right there's no point but speaking of browns ravens that is our collective game of the week so the reason is simply that division is stacked that like one win one loss even the ravens could be in trouble even though they are first in that division by a game and a half, a half game and a half so and the browns like i said their defense elite the only team to really mess them up the colts <laughs> and uh Let's see. The question is Deshaun Watson. That's, oh, that's, the, that's the biggest question mark. It's always been the question. Because if you get Houston Deshaun Watson, this team is a contender, Super Bowl contender. Yeah. If you don't, then you're just like a barely playoff where like you're just relying on your defense and uh, your best offensive player is already injured with Nick, with Nick Chubb. Yeah. Flip side, Ravens, they're balling out right now. They um, are. I mean, Lamar is playing good. Like he's playing like a... He's not playing like Superman, but he's doing... He's, he's, Playing like what, whatever the game's giving them, right? That's what he's taking. And uh, obviously, their defense is elite. Like I said, they've had many injuries this year already, but I feel like this is the healthiest they've been in the last few years yeah. compared to that. Different offensive scheme. Yeah, that helps a lot too, as well. So it's a tough one. It is a tough one for sure. And uh, because we don't know what Deshaun Watson we're getting. Six, they're minus six favorites, which is like a lot for football standards, but, from what yeah. I know. Um, Obviously, I think it's a closer game than people might think. It's in Baltimore. I know Baltimore destroyed Cleveland in Cleveland. But, that was a but it's a division game and it's split. Dorian Thompson. Yeah. Robinson would play that game. There's yeah. that other there's that too then. But yeah, no. If Deshaun Watson's injuries and he finds a way to bounce back, obviously it should be a freaking an insane probably game of the year if they yeah. have if both teams play to their potential. But I'm edging it to the Ravens just because they've been looking phenomenal. Same. Um all right, what's your game of the week? Uh, I'm going with the Texans and Bengals. That's CJ's, a very Jobin pick. CJ Stroud versus <laughs> Joe Burrow. And it's honestly the way that both have been playing recently is a fair, fair matchup, right? That um, could have been Sunday Night Football. I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah, exactly. And uh, 
my draft prediction, I don't know like anyone else. I thought CJ Stroud was Joe Burrow. Like that that was my like, <laughs> I don't know if you're cringe. I don't know if you're making like anal, draft analysts. That was like my comparison. Cringe. I was like, bro, they're both so accurate, bro. They're both like they're not like playmaking, they're quarterbacking type of thing, right? They're making throws in the pocket. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, if you had the Mahomes and Josh Allen, they're improvising, Lamar Jackson obviously scrambling. Whereas uh Stroud and uh Burrow are gonna beat you with their right, accuracy. You, you got me thinking. Keep talking. I wanna see what his comp was. What was his comp was? Yeah, I want to look at the comp. I swear, it has to be Joe Burrow, in my opinion. But, yeah, I know. I'm excited for this game. Bengals' defense, Texans' defense are pretty decent. They're not, like, obviously trash. But I expect uh, Stroud and Burrow to still pick them apart. So, okay, this is according to Clutch Point. Geno Smith, Dak Prescott. This is last year's Geno. Dak Prescott and Jared Goff. Jared Goff is fair, too. Um, Jared Goff is a fair one. Last year, Jared NFL.com, Goff, yeah. so I don't know if this is Nick Shuck who did it. Uh, let me see. Prospect grade we saw. Um, What's the, is there a comparison there? I'm looking at it. I'm trying to find it. Jared Goff. Nah. This is by Lance Zierlein, Zierlein, NFL analyst from NFL.com. I don't know. I just To me, just how they're... I think because Joe Burrow's the extreme. Yeah, I guess. That's, that's why probably, probably why as well. I could see the Goff. For sure. I could see the golf, 100%. I don't, I don't disagree with the golf, but the thing is, these guys are so accurate, bro. Yeah. Like, that's how they are so good. Whereas Mahomes is like, is, is improvising that makes him the best, right? Where Lamar is, it's his running that makes him, you know, elite level quarterback. These guys is the accuracies, and they're both really good at that. Re- really good at that. Yeah. Okay. Mine. Niners, Jags. Simple. Both are uh, first in the division. Very quick, Jags are on a hot streak ever since their loss to the Texans. Was it? Yeah, ever since London. To? Ever since London, basically. Yeah, okay, so ever since London, they're on, a, they're on a huge streak. Niners on the reverse, right? They're on a three-game losing streak, got a bye week. Question is, can they bounce back? I believe they will, so I have the Niners winning this game. But I still expect it to be like a somewhat of a close game. Trevor Lawrence is uh, uh, doing well. I won't, I, I won't say f- so far to say he's balling. Again, we should be better at doing what <laughs> going back and watching games. But uh, no, he's been playing like uh, he's not making mistakes, right? That's like the number one thing. Yeah. Of playing well, don't do anything wrong. Josh yeah. Allen. <laughs> yeah. So the question is, which streak ends, or which streak continues? Exactly. Right. So. And if the Niners want to be on the level of the Eagles as of recent weeks, they, they, they need up, to pick yeah. it up. And, they got to pick it up. And sure. they don't have an easy schedule what, like coming what, up. What once was like the most unbeatable team in the NFL season has lost three games in a row. Yeah. But All right. Yeah. Players uh, to watch, player matchup. For me, it's going to come from the Lions-Chargers game. Chargers, on paper, have a good defense, but like results-wise, they don't have a really good passing defense. So this is why I picked Jared Goff to just absolutely ball out. I thought you were going to pick Josh Dobbs against that defense <laughs> with another week of practice. <laughs> Josh Saints. Dobbs? Sa- they're playing the Saints. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I'm going with Jared Goff. also picked him up as my bye week in fantasy, so he's going to be my fill-in for this week because Mahomes is on a bye. And uh, yeah, no, Chargers don't have a good passing defense according to this season. Obviously, they balled out last week. Reason being is Joey Bosa and Cleo Mack were in the backfield the whole freaking game. So, Jared Goff, pick apart that defense for me just because I really do need it and uh, for your team as well. And uh, find the, give the ball, distribute it to Amon Ra or whoever else you have. Okay. Uh, 
I'm going with I, I know I said this one before already. Miles Garrett versus Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. That, I was considering, but you already talked about enough of the CJ Stroud, Joe Burrow, that I was thinking, let's see how CJ does in a head-to-head, obviously not against each other directly, but like in a head-to-head, whose stats are better to see how he compares. Because he lost to Lamar Jackson, the only elite quarterback he played. That was his first game. I guess Trevor Lawrence as well, he lo- he beat that. That was his first. Head. Lamar was his first game. Yeah, but like now it's like, okay, Joe Burrow is arguably top three, top five, your MVP pick. Uh, at least preseason-wise. But, yeah, so I think, for me, I'm going to just go with Miles Garrett chasing down uh, Lamar Jackson. That's there. fair. I mean, the most athletic defensive end ever, in yeah. my opinion. Could be Depoy this year, and then there's a... In my opinion, should be. Max Crosby is underrated. Max pick. Crosby, TJ Watts back in the conversation like he always is. But, yeah, upset alert. Um, I'm, I'm, You want to go first? Arizona, baby. <laughs> Tyler Murray is back. That was my back. I actually picked Arizona and uh to win this game. They honestly they gave Falcons they actually I think the odds makers based on so score here, I don't know who they use, um uh, f- kind of agree with us because it's minus one and a half, which is not that big. Because the other team I was considering, I'll let you say yours if you don't say it. Um w- uh yeah, I'll wait on that. But yeah, I just think you know, Kyler's back. He's better than Clayton Tune. Uh, Atlanta might Atlanta things up. Yeah. That's the thing. Honestly, when I was making my picks, I totally forgot that Kyler was back. I think yeah. it happened before I got the news. Kyler Murray is... I purposely did not say it when Will Levis was named yeah, QB1. Yeah. So, like, um, so when I made my pick, I picked the Falcons. And then later on, I think Kyler's like, oh, Kyler's playing. I never change it back again. But that's my, probably one thing I probably gotta, might switch up. But mine is I'm putting the Saints on upset alert. I knew it. That's the I'm sorry, I mixed it up. That's the one I thought. That's the Jobin. I'm putting the Saints on upset alert. I'm on the Joshua Dobbs bandwagon train, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not because the Saints defense is gonna mess it up. Even though honestly they haven't been playing well in the first half, right? They haven't played well. They didn't play well against first half against the Bears or Indianapolis. They played well second half. Obviously, the clutch time. Yeah. Where uh, whereas uh, the offense. It was coming around a little bit. It's on and off. You know, they have a good game against Indy. They were there kind of against the Bears and turned off and turned it back on again. So, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I'm so going with... My, the ones I would consider was Washington. Saints. I was considering Washington over Seattle. But I'm like, Seattle's secondary is better. And then I think adding Leonard Williams better help their pass rush against that, that old line. Oh, that old line, yeah. Yeah, that was one consideration. Chargers over Lions was my other one. And the last one for me was Texans over Bengals. Like, I won't be surprised. Yeah, that's I, for sure. It's yeah. minus seven. That's a massive underdog, right? So I won't be surprised if that actually happens. But to close it off before we go into baseball, many a lot of baseball news. But uh, Indy, we got to talk about them. Because uh, there's a big topic on the Patriots that we have to talk about. But this game's in Frankfurt, so it's a 6.30 a.m. game. Um, Man United play at 7 a.m. Saturday. I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> Even for 7 a.m. at this point, after what we witnessed. It might not be. But, yeah. uh... Colts, we kind of have to because one thing I learned, don't be excited for your teams in sports because here's the thing. I'm excited for the Lakers this year. So far, they're shitting the bed. Now, injuries could be a factor. Um, the Ma- Manchester United, shitting the bed. Toronto Blue Jays, did better than both of them so far, but disappointment. The Canucks, I was don't get me wrong, I was slightly excited, but not to the... the if I was ranking the excitement levels. They were, we were fourth, cautious. They were, were fourth on the list. We were cautious about them. Cautious, and now they're... I don't know how the, their third best team in the league, and we're still confused by that, and we'll talk and about then, them later. And then with Indy, we had no expectations. And then Indy, we had no expectations, and now they were, you know, pre-injury, they were 
pre-Anthony Richardson injury, even with some games with Gardner Minshew, they were killing it. I mean, heck, yo. So that's the one thing I learned. <laughs> for sure. It, honestly, like you have a favorable schedule. They're favorites against New England. You have, I think, England. New England's a. It's funny to say, New England's the lowest. Two and seven. They're the worst team in the conference. Are they? They're the worst team in the AFC. It's not the AFC South. They're the it's worst. Not it's the worst. I, ju- I checked them. They're two and the seven. The Broncos. They're better than the Broncos. Broncos have three wins. Oh yeah, because they beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's weird to say, but what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, Colts. They they have a chance, right? Like they have the what second easiest schedule remaining, right? If they Gardner Minshew, please don't turn the ball over. Are they gonna? The right? question is the way they're gonna get in. In my opinion, is the winning division and six and two Jags right now. Who knows? Four. Let me see what? the Jags schedule, but continue. Five and three. They're four and five right now, right? Yeah. So what is that? A game and a half behind? Two games behind, basically? Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but... The Jags schedule isn't the hardest either. It isn't either, right? Niners, Bengals, Browns, Ravens. But it's then the top, they have yeah. two Titans games and a Texans game still, so... It no, is no, no, somewhat. No. It's okay. But I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm not thinking division. I'm thinking wild card. Just because I don't think division. Wild card. I think they can't. They're there's not touching anyone. There's in a the lot north. of teams, right? They're not touching anyone in the north. Exactly. That's the thing. But oh, the cracks flag is falling off. <laughs> well, well, we gotta retape this. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Let's, let's Boys, hope. you guys are winning, man. We're not disappointed. Let's hope that doesn't symbolize the season where they start yeah. falling off. Actually, <laughs> but yeah, no Colts, Pats. I expect a Colts win. Yeah, same here. Right, like genuinely. Shane Steichen, what he's done with his offense, without his franchise quarterback, without John Taylor for the first four, five weeks because he didn't even use him in Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I think you gotta feed the ball to John Taylor. He's coming back here. Feed some to Zach Moss just because he deserves it too. And your fantasy. And my fantasy. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the real reason. <laughs> that's the real reason. No, but like try to like try to make Gardner Mitchell as comfortable comfortable as possible because I feel like we're putting too much in the hands of Gardner Here's Mitchell, the thing. They're which going led to like the turnovers against the Browns and uh, the Jaguars. Now, he, he is going against the Bill Belichick defense, so it's not going to be easy. But for the Colts side of things, yeah, you're right. Go f- do that. Um, Shane Steichen, like I said, offensive game planning, it's pretty good. The only thing might be time timeout management. That's a, probably the weakness. Overall game management should be better in decision making of the defensive side. For example, Tony Brown should not have been playing that game. Saints, yeah. Um, but I have, that's I blame more on Gus. And I like I said, I don't like Gus's scheme. I think I don't know. I, I, it's a it's for me. It's very volatile because it's very it's like predictable in my opinion. You're, it's easy cover three barely blitzes. Like I want Eberflus black because a I'm a huge fan of Shaq Leonard. And right now, Darius Leonard is better than Shaq Leonard. The difference was Ibra Flues versus Gus Bradley. Exactly. But um, Patriots, and this is probably the title of the video. I, there's a lot of rumors that Bill Belichick could be fired if the Colts win this game. I don't no. really buy it. <laughs> no But way. they're saying the relationship between, uh, what's his name? Blank? Robert Blank? No. Kraft. Kraft. I was mixing up Arthur. Robert Kraft, yeah. Robert Kraft. I was mixing up the Atlanta guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick is downhill. I keep scared. I'm trying to like freaking turn <laughs> off the whole. But um, yeah, is is deteriorating there. Uh, there's always yeah, I saw a weird rumor that he could get traded to the Commanders or he could retire. Dude, seventy one. Right. He supposedly signed an extension. Obviously, we talked to Nick Shuck, and he doesn't think that he'll relinquish GM duties. Do I still think he's the greatest coach of all time? Yes, because I'm not... Now, does it show... I don't blame him fully either, but 
about the whole Tom Brady leaving thing, like that clearly to a casual fan, it looks like on paper that, yeah, well, clearly it was Brady and not Belichick at all. I think that's bullshit. But because uh, he doesn't have a play caller anymore, now he might get him back. And Josh, Josh McDaniels McDaniel. might And the one back, year yeah. he was there, before he got the Raiders job, Mac Jones in his rookie year was arguably... Ru- for a while, arguably rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. people were arguing. Him and Jamar Chase. It was Jamar yeah. Chase and Mac Jones started balling out. Yeah, and ultimately Jamar but Chase should have won, which he did. I don't think he gets fired because I think that's just too disrespectful. And obviously, I'm listening to the Pat McAfee show uh, at work and Boston Connor, <laughs> New England <laughs> yeah, guy, yeah, Boston Connor. It was like saying like it makes no sense, right? Um, he's saying that you give him one more year and you go get a whatever top five pick they get, whoever it is, whether it be a quarterback, whether it be a skill position player, maybe Marvin Harrison Jr., who he knows, and that looks, that's going to look so ugly. That's going to look so weird. But, um, and uh, go, you spend some money properly, right? Now, get I get it, Belichick is that, the guy. That's Belichick's but job too. <laughs> he's also the guy that finds not a, a way to finesse deals done, right? He does. But, the thing is, I don't, like, he's a legend, right? Like, at the end of the day, is this, is this ruining his legacy a little bit? Okay, maybe. But I don't think he should get fired. Yeah, no. I don't think he so. He deserves a year. Does, he like, deserves another year. Like, how much can he control? Like, how much is the defense? How much is it on the defense, really? Exactly. So, he deserves, he's too good to not get another year, right? Yeah. And then he does his next year, get rid of him. I don't know. I feel like if he leaves, he's probably forced to retire. And then yeah, come yeah, and that's something. what it has to. But, you know, Belichick's too good of a coach. He deserves too much respect, and it will be very disrespectful if you fire him this year. Does he pull a Brady and go to, like, Washington or something, like they were saying, because of Ron Rivera on the hot seat? Does he go to Chargers? Does he go to... Is he too old? Is he not adapting into the culture way? I'm not talking about play style. That's different. I think he's adapted many, many times already, yeah. so I don't think adapting is an issue for him. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that's way... Like, I'm obviously, we don't like New England for obvious reasons, but that's just disrespect if he somehow, like... Doesn't go out on his own terms. Yeah. Well, wait and maybe see. he goes out on his own, ter- own terms because he's pissed off at the team, which is what I think should happen. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know how much wait. is in on Robert Kraft, but... Who knows? That like It's, it's a difficult situation because he is GM and coach, which well, kind of makes it a little bit weird. But also, at the same time, he's been so good at coaching. He deserves that respect. What would cause him to get fired this weekend? Yeah. Like, is it another Saints performance? I think it has to be like a 40-0 performance. And he'll be like, yeah, you're gone. Has any coach at any sport at that his magnitude ever get fired? No, I don't think Phil Jackson ever no. get fired. I think they, I guess based on the documentary uh, Last Dance, he's like, yeah, you ain't coming back. I think because he was out of contract. I don't think he really got yeah, fired. Exactly. He did no right. No uh, Pop is still coaching. Pop is still coaching. Pete uh, Fergie still coaching. was always Fergie there. Pep left. left on his own terms every time. Exactly. Um, but yeah, honestly, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see if he actually does. If he doesn't, but. Ultimately, we agree that he deserves one more year, and if he doesn't, I don't think again, so. You don't predict he won't get fired mid-season. Uh, it, like, no. Imagine getting fired. That coach. Imagine getting fired mid-season. Exactly. Not end of year. Yeah, that's even worse. Right? There's n- I. I can't say there's no chance because I'm like from what I heard, Robert Kraft is that type of dude. <laughs> At the same time, Robert Kraft knows he's the reason why he got six Super Bowls or whatever how many he has won. Yeah, six. So, yeah, I don't think he gets fired. I don't think. I don't think he gets fired in the offseason unless it goes, unless he leaves himself. That's a different or story. If, yeah, but, but uh, it's um, crazy. That's wild. 
the fact that we're even talking that we're about talking about this, about this yeah, exactly. and it's actually I get there's an argument. Yeah, obviously, but he is too good not to be fired. Yeah, right now he deserves one more year, right? And if it's the same shit again, get fired. Obviously, Shooks, Nick Shooks said that. You agree with that? I'm saying it. So yeah, but that's NFL for now. Let's move on to the MLB. So before we get into the news, yeah, in terms of. No free agent signings as expected. Like we're not surprised. The only updates we know are slightly on the Blue Jays side of things. But I should look at John. I should start looking at John Morosi's tweets starting next week, or John Heyman, or Ken Rosenthal, whoever. But a lot of coach managers uh, hirings. But before we go into that, the BBWAA. It's also the Baseball Writers Association of America. <laughs> Joven looked so confused. I was like, what? <laughs> Announces finalists for MLB's major awards. I'm not going to go through the all and MLB teams. You guys can search that up. But there's one we're going to talk about, which is AL Cy Young. Okay, but before we get into that, uh, AL MVP, the finalists are Shohei Otani, winner, Corey Seager, and Marcus Simeon. If you're Marcus Simeon, you have no chance. No, I'm saying if you're Marcus <laughs> Simeon, yeah. he was in this spot with the Blue Jays when Vladi, who should have won, yeah, was yeah. with Shohei Otani. Two Jays at the time. And now yeah, two yeah. Rangers are in and Shohei's still going to win it. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's a lock. I, I, there's no debate about this one. But as, well, as good of a season both of them had. And then the NL side is... Who would you have considered? I, th- I was a little surprised to see Otani. Simeon. No! Oh, what? Like the finalists instead finalists? of Simeon. No, that, that's fair. I, I would have to because people were saying J Rod for a little bit because the J, second uh, yeah yeah Afron there it. was uh, I wouldn't consider anyone else in my no one in the Orioles I don't know if a Rosa Reina would have been no and then, those are four and okay. then Simeon edged out but NL side is Ronald Acuna Mookie Betts right same situation Mookie two Mets Dodgers and the Braves in. and the Brave will probably the win. Brave is has to win historic year 40-70 what is it yeah something like that so he Ro- made his own category yeah exactly Ronald Acuna Jr also a lock. I don't know who I like. I said I think these were the three. There's no other. Yeah, debate. there's no one else there. So yeah, um, unfortunately, Mookie and Freddie, you ain't getting it. But yeah, uh, AL. Uh, you want to close out on AL Cy Young? Then? We'll close on AL. Okay, so NL Cy Young is this a debate? Blake Snell, Zach Gallen, Logan Webb. I don't want count Logan Webb. I don't think Logan Webb's getting it. Blake Snell or Zach Gallen? I think it's gonna edge out to Blake Snell. I want to give it to Zach Gallen, just because they made the playoffs. <laughs> Simple as. I'm not even counting the pro season. Yeah. I'm saying has to make the playoffs because if that's the case, yeah. the whole point is. I know baseball is tough to do it. I get that, right? Because then be my argument for Ao Sanyang was. You be can't the same blame thing. the pitcher. It's not Blake Snell's fault. They missed the playoffs. Com- com- yeah, completely not his fault. There, yeah. there could be a game where he had a stinker, like against the oh, Jays. Bro, they had, had ten ma- walks. They had but, yeah. many games that were stinkers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There, like I said, I think the more than the QB win loss, the pitcher win loss is more obscure. Pitcher win loss is like genuinely like nice. Zach Gallen got the loss, in game six, or five, whatever it was. Game five, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that one's. So you're saying Blake Snell will edge it out? I think Blake Snell's gonna edge I it out. I think he'll edge it out, but I would, I would, I would personally vote Zach Gallen's the second, yeah. Because I want to give playoff. Like the whole point is the team has to make the playoffs somehow. And I, but you you're right. It's baseball. Yeah, baseball isn't. B- baseball like, is not a sport, it's a sport for that, where like a t- guy could just take over every single game, unless you're Shohei Otani. You're if you're a batter, there's more chance that you could take over. But like as a pitcher, if you take over, you could still be zero zero when you leave the game. Okay. Uh, manager of the year, Bruce Bochy. Brandon Hyde of the Orioles, Kevin Cash of the Rays. No chance for Kevin Cash, I'm sorry. It's I uh, I'm giving it to Brandon Hyde. It's Brandon Hyde. It's Brandon Hyde. Bruce Bochy honestly would have should have won it if, if, if Orioles did not do what they did. And if postseason considered. Well, yeah, obviously that too. I'm yeah, just no, saying. It's Brandon Hyde. There's no there's no debate. Yeah. There's no debate here. 
uh, this is okay, so we're gonna get into Craig Council later. But NL my Manager of the Year: Craig Council, Brian Snicker of the Braves, and Skip Schumacher of the Marlins. Is it if you're going the same way? Is it Skip Schumacher, or are you gonna give it to Brian Snicker because they had a crazy year? I think it's Snicker, in my opinion. Because the year. Because they had a good, they had a very good year. Yeah, because the other side, Brandon Hyde also had a great year best and team. the story. Yeah, best team. In so baseball. it's either you give it to Schumacher, who did not think the Marlins would have made it. This is where I'm surprised the Diamondbacks guy did it, probably didn't make Lovolo, it. Lovolo, yeah. But uh, Snicker Lovolo. probably should edge it out. Yeah, 100%. AL Rookie of the Year, Gunnar Henderson, Tanner. Don't even say anything else. Tanner Bibi. Tanner Bibi. 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 And then Tristan Cassis. I mean, respect to those guys because they had... I thought, I thought like, they what's had his name? No, Josh Young would have been in here? He got injured. Oh. Uh, they had incredible years. But, but Gunnar Henderson was another level. And yeah. same, and outside, Corbin Carroll... Kadoy Senga and who's the third? James Outman. I'm, Outman. I'm sorry. Corbin Carroll. Sen- Senga, you had a shout in my opinion, but it's Corbin Carroll. Are you surprised uh, Ali De La Cruz did not make it no. as a finalist? He fell off after. Uh, he had that month hype, right? He just had that month where he's just like... All right, A.L. Cy Young, the reason why we kept it for last. The only thing the Jays were good at, really. Um, Kevin Gosman's a finalist. Garrett Cole, Sonny Gray. And Kevin Was there Gosman. anyone else that could have been considered for this? I could have added Chris Bassett if I wanted to, but that's a little bit of a homer. But is there any other pitcher? I guess Sonny Gray and the other guy. <laughs> uh, pa- Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez. Uh, Maybe any of the Mariners guys? No, Luis Castillo wasn't that Nathan great Uvaldi? this year. Avaldi could have been in there, yeah, for sure. Nathan Avaldi could have been in there. McClanahan got injured. McClanahan got injured for a raise. But yeah, no. I think it's those three. Those are okay, those so would have been my three. Is it the same debate as the NL Cy Young that it's Garrett I sh- it should be Kevin Gosman in my opinion? But I think he did have a few stinkers later that he, were on him too. It, it was Garrett Cole. It's Garrett Cole. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> All that just to say it's, it's, Garrett, it's Cole. Garrett Cole. Will you be surprised if Gosman wins? Yes, I'll honestly be surprised. The, way okay. that, the year that Garrett Cole was... Yankees were so bad. Again, it's not Exactly, but like when you saw what he Garrett destroyed Cole us. did, yeah. <laughs> it was not. Like that's... Genuinely, like Blake Snell could have had some. Like it was genuinely was not Garrett Cole's fault. Okay, for so, what happened with the Yankees this year. So five, so four days when this comes out, November thirteen will the uh so the award winners will be announced beginning of November thirteen with Rookie of the Year followed by Manager of the Year. November fourteen will be the Cy Young, and November fifteen. Wait, wait, wait. November thirteen with the Rookie of the Year followed by Manager of the Year on November fourteen. So that week. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, Cy Young on the 15th and MVP on the 16th. All right. So in about a week's time, you'll find out most of the awards. Exactly. But, yeah. but um, going to news. Speaking of, we mentioned, let's say the biggest surprise. Start off with that. Craig Council. Yes. So. In division is a Chicago Cub manager. They fired so, David Ross just like that when they saw Craig Council available. So Chicago Cubs stunned the baseball world Monday, hiring former Milwaukee Brewers Craig Council, as you mentioned, Craig Council's contract with the Cubs will be five years and over a $40 million, which I think is the record now, um, according to Athletics Ken Rosenthal. Today, uh, they made a difficult decision, that's them saying that. But, yeah. Um, I mean, that's... I think that's Ross m- will get a job. He should. Like, okay, instantly. genuinely. Or, but there's all one the spots point. are filled at Allen, I think. Yeah, well, well, yeah they probably are. Now. <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, this is what I'm going to say. Craig Council, great manager... He's been good with the Brewers, been good for a long time. Yeah. Terrible postseason record. Right. Cubs, David Ross got major relevant this year. And he just instantly fired him. Made Craig Council what? The record breaker? Right? So So that's where I'm like Wait. Wait though. 
What? The Brewers made counsel an offer to become the largest paid, high league's highest paid manager with a deal ranging around $5.5 million per season, according to Todd Rosiak of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I never thought I'd say I would agree with Mad Dog Russo in what? my life. What? I didn't hear what he said about this. But he's nothing. He was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, uh, why would the hell would you ever do that? And then apparently counsel said he wanted to play or go close to home, but apparently lived in Wisconsin. So how far is Green Bay from Chicago? Milwaukee is it Wisconsin? Yeah, Milwaukee is in Wisconsin. Okay, yeah, that makes <laughs> exactly. sense. Yeah. Chicago's right beside it. Yeah, that's all I know. But he also no, interviewed no. with the Mets and the Guardians. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know, just like just, there's nothing else to it now, right? Because like it's just a genuine shock. Uh, they just record breaker guy to a guy who has like a one in ten postseason record, and uh, is he gonna is take you over the top? Owner is shocked. Um, Brandon Woodruff is shocked. Um, again, we're not big manager guys, so we didn't know how big this was unless it's like hockey or... It was big. Kind of soccer. We didn't know how big... Baseball manager-wise, we were kind of small. We, we don't know baseball managers, but we know this was big. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, within... It's in division. Like, that's I the, saw when... Like, that's the cherry on top. Because like, when we saw... And this legit. They fired a coach for him. So that's the difference. It's because it wasn't... You know, Jays fans were saying, oh... Like one of those Jays pages, I don't know if they're trolling a little bit more. That were saying like, "Oh yeah, let's uh, bye bye Schneider," and uh, obviously it turned out to be the Cubs. The Cubs had a good year though last year, so that's the thing. Um, that's where David Ross got the question. The question is though, how much is he gonna be better than David Ross, like you said? And is since he gonna make a massive jump? Is uh, St. Louis gonna come back up? And who's the fifth? Pittsburgh's gonna be shit. <laughs> but yeah. Pittsburgh's the worst in that division. <laughs> yeah, so. That's yeah. It, that's it. That's t- it's tough. That's why I'm gonna keep it there. But let's see. Other First game back, I'm ready to get him booed. He's gonna probably boot his ass off. And he's probably gonna, I won't be surprised if he throws stuff the bru- on the field. The Brewers, pitcher, Brewers player, the Brewers players will probably boo him themselves. <laughs> yeah. But moving on, Angels got their manager. Ron Washington. You know the funny thing was? During the playoffs, we were talking about him. We were camera, talking about him, yeah. Because we didn't know who the, what his name was. But Angels hired Ron Washington as manager on two-year deal. We did know his name. We just forgot. Yeah. That's what uh, it Because he was a Texas manager. So his re- main success is with the Texas Rangers when Texas, outside of this year's, obviously, because they won the yeah. World Series, um, was when they lost, uh, two lost to St. Louis, Bruce Bochy's uh, Cardinals. Sorry, Bruce Bochy's Giants. And then lost to and, St. And then the, the David Freeze. The David Freeze, Albert Pujols. Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals, back in 2011. 2011 so it was yeah. 10 and 11, right? So they lost back to back. Um, Washington signed a two-year deal. Now, he's 71 years old, so they're taking the Dusty Baker route. And Dusty Baker hasn't won either. So does it, is this enough? First of all, question number one, is this enough to convince... Shohei Otani to stay? Uh, no. It's up to Because, like, the reason why I agree with you there is who was their manager before? The guy from the Cubs, right? Not the uh, one before, the one before, the one that just got fired. Yeah, I forgot his name. He has glasses. Yes. He has glasses, I know. <laughs> what a description. <laughs> Madden, right? Yeah, Joe Madden. Joe Madden, remember. yeah. Joe Madden. Yeah. So, he was a good manager. I think he, didn't he win it with the Cubs? Yeah, in 2016. Yeah, so. He hasn't managed since resigning as a skipper of the Texas. He hasn't managed since 2014. It's not even about managing. Team's not good enough. It's as simple as that, right? It's nothing to do with managers who was there, who wasn't there, who had good time in Angels because nobody did. Their team's not good enough, and that's that's what Atani needs. The team needs to be good. No manager's going to convince Atani to stay if your team is garbage. So here's the thing, though. He was on the Braves. 
Alex Anthopoulos said that's a huge loss for us. And I trust Alex Anthopoulos. <laughs> that's why. Ron Washington? Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, it's a, he deserves it. He, he's everything you could want. It's a huge loss for us. Um, and yeah, that, he says, like, huge not, void, but I'm I had not, six like, years with I'm him. not saying this is not a game for the Angels. Yeah. I'm just saying the team's not good enough. That's the main convincing factor for a player to show up. Right? The, w- the way Otani will be convinced is if they add more pitching. Right? Simple they as that. They just got to be good. And then the thing is this, right? Like every every player, right? Like, yeah. Uh, Rickon, a caveat for every signing is how good is your team? How competitive yeah. you are, right? Uh, I don't think anyone's, you know, volunteering to sign with the San Jose Sharks, for example. Yeah. <laughs> right? They're trying R- to currently, sign for a good yeah. team. Exactly. So that's, so that's Washington, what comes into effect. Washington beat out another veteran skipper and Buck Showalter. Yeah. So was he on the Mets? Last year, yeah, yeah. he resigned. He okay. was on the Mets, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's according to John Morosi. So, hey, he had success. When I saw his name, I'm like, damn. And he hasn't managed since, which is insane. Yeah, that's and it was, thing, yeah. and he had success too. So, let's see if he goes the Dusty Baker route or gets caught. Uh, Hopefully, like does I, w- it. I wish he does. 71 years old though, getting a job though. That's that's crazy. You must love ball to still have a stress. You're going to a situation where you potentially could have two superstars and your team could still be shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like two years though makes sense. Um, but is there anything else? Oh yeah, there's more. How much more? Probably uh, off now. Mets hiring Yankees bench coach Mendoza as next manager. Um. So one thing I like about this, that guys are used to the New York. Yeah. Culture. So, so the Mets are hiring New York Yankees bench coach Carlos Mendoza as their next manager. Reports the New York Post, John Heyman and Joel Sherman. Mendoza, who's 43 years old, will take over as Mets manager after the organization parted away with Buck Showalter. Yeah, so oh, I like the signing just because, like, I, like I said, I'm not, I don't know anything about this guy. I'll be honest with you, but I just like the fact that, like, you know, he's already in that New York culture, right? Here, you know what the fan base is gonna want. Here, you know what the fan base, the people expect of, you know, the Yankees, and obviously the Mets as well and uh, we'll see what happens with the Mets if they go big spending spree or not but we'll see he's there. a young guy so maybe not could yeah that, that could probably be a sign there yeah so last last one before we talk about the Brewers for a second because there's news from that one too uh, Cleveland Guardians hire uh, Terry Francona obviously not hire Terry Francona sorry Terry Francona I think retired yes Um. so they hired Stephen Voigt as their new manager he will receive a three year contract according to Jeff Passan he spent the 2023 season as the bullpen and quality control coach for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, 39-year-old will replace Francona. Uh, the Guardians interviewed Craig Council. And Voigt was a f- his best seasons were remembered as a member of the... O- he's a catcher as a member of the o- uh, Oakland Athletics where he had all-star appearances in 15 and 16. 2015 and 16. Young guy. Little surprise um, yeah, for Cleveland, uh, mainly. Big shoes to fill. I would have seen, I'd love to see him in like Pittsburgh. Big, or big whatever. shoes to fill. Steven Voito, 39 year old manager. Are, is it now the trend that they're going to follow the football route? Go Even young. NHL kind of following it too, because I think Go Washington's young. coach went, got, Washington Capitals coach is a young guy from Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. Go young. Yeah, it is. he is. And uh, yeah, I guess. Baseball's the last. Baseball's the last sport that's always gonna adapt to everything. We already know that. Yeah. Like how bad they fell off, right? You know that they don't adapt to change well. Yeah, and uh, the last thing before we get into some free agency updates, if if I see any, um, the Milwaukee Brewers are now coachless. 
Yeah. So two things. First, they're going after they're going after multiple people, but Imagine one of them they get David Ross. That's what I was gonna go to. Yeah. Let's just go there. They get David. <laughs> they Ross. get David Ross. <laughs> but uh, so the multiple, uh, they're saying that Don Mattingly, Jay's bench coach, formerly Marlins manager, could is high on their rankings. Um, Don Mattingly recently just got a slight promotion. He's the offensive coordinator. And one of the comments I saw is like, since when did MLB have offensive coordinators? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like so confused too. But um, he's going to have more of a role uh, in terms of with the hitters. He didn't have much last year, which might be good because I don't know why we brought he, back our he, hitting coach. Exactly. I don't know. So either. maybe Mattingly has more of a role and helps. I don't know though. Um, so yeah, he's linked to that Brewers job. And, you know, I, w- I would love the Brewers to just be like, you know what, David Ross, come over. Uh, please. Because like, literally a trade. I want, I want Madeline to stay with the Blue Jays. Just to see this one year yeah, and yeah. see what happens, right? Um, Vladdy could have a Scotty Barnes type of jump this year. He better. Because he's staying. He That's what he did in 2021 as well. So, so he better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Should we talk a little Blue Jays? A little update yeah, here? Yeah, Blue Jays. So, Chapman replaced It's priority. No, you're saying Chapman's priority. Ross is at his thing. But they're also looking at replacements already. They are in case. He is going to demand a lot of money because he is a gold glove again. So right now, if you're looking at your candidates for your next year's third baseman, obviously Santiago Espinal by default is one. Yeah. Other three, Chapman is another one. Yes. Eugenio Suarez is a trade target. And Heimer Candelario is a free agent target for the Blue Jays for third baseman. Those are your third baseman. I guess uh, third base is third baseman to watch if you're a Blue Jays fan, but yeah, no Chapman's gonna expect a lot of money, man. Like a multiple time Gold Glove winner. The only issue is, can he hit? See, I would, I wouldn't mind. No, I'm not saying I'm giving him Springer money because Springer deserved every money we gave him. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, uh, I'm not, not arguing. I'm saying, no, I'm just saying in general. I don't mind. I, I, I would love to prioritize match happen. Reason is because he still had yeah he was bad this year but he's still shown that he could hit here in the like, home run wise. Uh, clearly the Jays are prioritizing power bats because Jorge Soler is also I don't know if you mentioned Jock his Peterson. name. Jock Peterson. Um, you just said the other two. Uh, Trey Virginia Suarez. Eugenio Suarez a power hitter. How much like his defense is that elite that I don't want to trade him. That is true. I don't. Who's better than him? Nolan Arenado? Are we going to trade for Nolan Arenado? Realistically, do we do we want to give up another young prospect? Do we want to give up our Levis Martinez, Arjun Amala, <laughs> whatever the case yeah, may yeah. be? I know. So my my point is is like if you bring back Chapman and you bring back your other guys, what changes from last year? That's the thing. That's I don't issue. think anybody else is coming as much as I want Jordan Hicks to return. Now, can you replace Jordan Hicks with another Jordan Hicks? Sure, but. Chapman, I could see, but I don't think we're going to pay him much, so you're right. I don't know if we trade for Eugenio Suarez or whatever, but I don't want our defense to take a hit on that third base side. That is true. Like, that's I, I see your point, but I'm, that that's my biggest issue. Unless like, you trade for Nolan Arenado. Like we're, if we're bringing back Chapman, we're rolling out your first five in the batting, first no, six but in that, the batting orders the, the so same. What they're planning to doing is to get a power bat instead of Kevin Kiermaier, a.k.a. Jorge Soler, a.k.a. Jock Peterson. Cody Bellinger. Cody Mitchell, Bellinger, yeah. right? So those guys could replace Kevin Kiermaier as like a third or fourth guy. Um, so you have a guy like you go Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Bellinger, swap, swap, and then the fifth guy could be hopefully someone else. And then you bring bring in Chapman, Varsho, uh, Danny Johnson, Kirk. Yeah, just whoever. find a cleanup guy, I guess. That's right? the biggest need right now. A power bit. Find hitting. a cleanup guy, clear the bases, plug into that four, and uh, just hit home runs. So that's the only update we know. Uh, we potentially will be recording a, ge- a guest video, analyst-wise, this weekend, which covers 
uh, baseball and NBA. He does both, but well, I just need to confirm if it's still on. But a uh, couple, couple of news before we go in since free agency works. started. Yeah. John Morosi, I'm just going to strictly look at his tweets. By the way, Canada lost to US 3-1 in that rivalry game. In the rivalry Because he does NHL. <laughs> uh, yeah, just quickly list these uh, The Japanese guy, Yoshinobu Yamamoto's posting will open soon, likely within the next week. So okay. expect offers yeah. going out there. Um, the corners are looking to add two starting pitchers this offseason. So bring should. back the two they guys should. they got rid of. They should. <laughs> uh, Pirates are hopeful Andrew McCutcheon will resign. I'm sure he will because he's old. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Padres are in the final stages of hiring their new manager. AJ Preller confirmed to reporters today. I don't know who it is. I don't know if AJ Preller is the manager or someone else. Is that the owner? So Padres need a job. David Ross. David Ross. Um, <laughs> the Blue Jays have met with Heimer uh, Candelario, according to Shai Davidi, like you mentioned. Angels managerial search. Where do you know that? The Phillies are interested in Sonny Gray. And will be a top suitor for him if they do not retain free agent Aaron Nola. They might lose their first baseman because Bryce Harper is going to be first baseman most likely full time. So Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins is a free agent and he could be gone. Yeah, he, Reese Hoskins, big part of the World Series run, torn ACL in spring training, so missed out all of last year. And obviously makes sense because Bryce Harper can't throw because he had Tommy Johnson. Yeah. So Pete Alonso, 50 50 trade potentially. Um, I don't want to do Vladdy for him, just to make that clear. No. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez has informed teams no geographic restrictions in free agency. The Wadi say no to the Dodgers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Justin Turner is coming off a career. Justin Turner in general, I guess. And uh, I think that's it from what I see. By the way, if you're expecting an MLB. Oh, Joey Votto could be a J. Yeah, that's, he's, that's probably the last one. Yeah. But yeah, if you're expecting an MLB free agent thing. Yeah, go finish off. Jay's right. showing interest in free agent Michael A. Taylor as the offseason gets underway. Taylor is 32, coming up a career high. 21 home runs and a gold glove in 2021. Yeah, good defensive guy there as well. But yeah, if you're expecting an MLB free agent episode. Big one here too. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is a big one. Okay, yeah, see. Red Sox yeah. have spoken to the agent for Jordan Montgomery. Okay. Yeah, that's And a I will big stop one, yeah. there before I find any new ones. Yeah, right. The thing with MLB is like we can't really make a, like an off-season episode unless everything happens together. Yeah, so you're gonna so have stu- like stuff like this from me sporadically. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so that's MLB news for today. Let's get into some quick fire. Quick fire. UFC is this weekend. There's no John Jones, TP Miocic, but we still have a banger main event in Yuri Prochaska and Alex Pereira for the light the heavyweight title. Light heavyweight title. Yeah. Alex Pereira will be looking to defend his guy's honor in Glover Teixeira. Yeah. So, who's your pick? Yuri. You going Yuri? I'm going Yuri. I'm going I think the last time I saw Yuri fight, it was so sick. It was such a sick fight. That I feel like I'm going to give him the edge. I feel like it'll be a decision. But I, uh, it's tough because Alex Pereira hits hard. I'm going with Al. Uh, mine, mine is Alex Pereira just because I feel like, you know, he's Yuri might have a little bit of ring rust. Right, octagon rust, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but whereas still Alex Pereira, huh? Still a ring. Yeah, <laughs> Alex Pereira beat uh, Jan. He's a tough competitor there. So I mean, this light heavyweight division is like is insane. But Yuri was a monster. Yuri, was, yeah, Yuri. I mean, to be fair, Yuri could have easily lost that fight. It just it wasn't for the true his, uh, last round where he got the. Knockout, basically. I'm excited for it, though. Good thing our soccer game's at six, I believe, so we should be yeah. talking time. We're in the playoffs. We made the playoffs. And <laughs> we're in the finals for volleyball. 
Exactly. <laughs> we are the best family volleyball team in Surrey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Actually, we got to prove that still. Yeah. But that those guys might not be a family, though. True. <laughs> they might just be friends. But, yeah. Um, um, no, before you go to college, UFC announced bangers to start off the year. So, January. So, January is in Toronto. And it's middleweight champion Sean Strickland will make his first title defense against Drikas... Duplessis, the Duplessis, South African, yeah. who was supposed to be in line to fight Izzy, yeah, at UFC 297 in January. I don't think Sean Strickland's happy that he's fighting in Canada. I think he tweeted something about why me in Canada they don't have this, this, and this. Well, suck it up. Well, Toronto got a better matchup than Vancouver, that's for sure. That's unless too, we had yeah. Pena, but we did have Oliveira though. That's a big one. Yeah, but if only we had Nunez fighting in that one. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Uh, Pena, Pena fighting. Yeah, because that. that was actually a legit rivalry. February. There. Um, yeah, next up, February, at UFC 298, featherweight king, your boy, Alexander Volkanovsky, after getting his ass kicked, <laughs> unfortunately. I'm a Volk guy, bro. You will take on Ilya Toporia, the guy he was beefing after the first um, Volk. Makachev? No, sorry. Uh, when uh, Volk won the fight against that guy. Yair? Yair. Yair. That yeah, yeah. So he was beefing him there. Um, then, lastly, bantamweight title holder Sean O'Malley will look to fight... His, get his revenge in, uh, against Marlo Vera Cheeto Vera who beat him who he declares he has did not beat him but he did um, that he'll fight and headline UFC 299 in March and yeah so those are the three big ones and December we have Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington Colby Covington so that's four straight months I think he um, rumors are that he's hurt I don't know I want to see if there's an I'll update I'll check that quickly but there's that. But the big one we're waiting for is when is Olivier Makachev going to happen again? So Which was rumored for January, but I, probably, I it can't be a co-main event, right? That has to be the main gonna event. Be, it's going to be like... like honestly, I wouldn't... It's going to be in May. It, That's my guess. They, they announced that the headline is supposed to be Mali, O'Malley, and Vera, and trust me, O'Malley deserves it. But that's a co-main event fight. Yeah, it could take over that one. It could take over that one, but if it's announced as a headliner, then obviously it's a headliner. Uh, UFC 295, that's the only big one that we care about. UFC 296. What's going on, yeah. Uh, Leon Edwards, Kobe Covington is still on. And Alexander Potoja is defending the flyweight against Brandon Royval. Yeah. So, uh, not Brandon Moreno. Um, yeah, so good. Jake Paul is fighting a professional boxer December 15. A lot of fights coming. A lot of good fights. A lot of good fights. Once a month. Um, Boxers are getting pissed off at YouTubers. (laughs) Because, like, Dean the Great, uh, Misfits champion, uh, is calling out, like, Ryan Garcia and stuff, and Shakur Stevenson got pissed off at him. He's like, I'll fight you one-handed. And when Ryan Garcia is going to cook you. Here's the thing, right? Very quickly on this topic, because we can make its own thing when we do a future solo pod. I like influencer boxing because I feel like it is entertaining to a certain degree. But enough with the call-outs of like the pros. Even with Jake Paul calling Canelo, I'm like, shut up. Because Bro, there's influencers and there's pros. There's pros I've done it since day there's one. There's a reason why it's called influencer boxing. Now, Tommy Fury, I'm not going to count him. I'm talking about guys that are world champions you're calling out here. At the end exactly, of the day. Exactly, that's the point. So, yeah. <laughs> let, let them do their thing because Shakur will kick your ass. It's influencer boxing for a reason. Yeah. You're influencers. And there's professional boxing. Like the only one you There's can, a no, no, key, no, world champions. World champions. Because Luis Alcaraz Pan- uh, Pineda is a professional boxer. Okay. And Tommy Fury. The, and we saw what happened there. The too. best of the best. Yeah. Because there's a lot of good boxers that are not champions yeah. right now. But yeah. Let's um, move on to college sports. College basketball is back. Yeah. 
Honestly, let me search up who the biggest guy. Uh, let me just see a mock draft very quickly of NBA. But I though, I'm more excited know. for the women's because Paige Beckers is Paige back. Paige Beckers is back, so UConn's gonna be good. LSU got upset Lost, already. Yeah. But you got uh, Haley Van Lith joining Angel Reese over there, and, and the squad is Falaje Johnson didn't with Kim Mulkey. The didn't pay off so far. <laughs> who I love, whatever looking hundred one Dalmatian girl. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then we know we already know the biggest show right now is Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark, yeah. Um, There's those ones. Who knows how South Carolina is going to be when all their just, players just are gone? Just wait till March. <laughs> Let's see how South Carolina is going to be. Exactly. But just wait till March, you'll find out. So, for NBA, the men's side, Ron Holland, who is a, arguably the first pick, yeah, is a G League, so not college. Uh, second pick, Alexander Saar, is NBL, which is France. Or like a European league, also not NBA. It's a, it's a global uh, sport now. Stephen Castle, according to this, or Stefan Castle, is UConn. Yeah. Um. Then is Justin Edwards, which is Kentucky. So those are some names to watch out for. Then another G League guy, maybe tune into the, watching G League this year. I guess. Um. Yeah. Isaiah Collier from USC. I think that was the yeah, number yeah, one yeah. guy or something. So yeah, there's Baylor. You. So based on what I'm looking look at here, watch out for Baylor. Watch out for Kentucky. Watch out for UConn. Watch out for USC because. I don't know if Bronny's playing yet or he's clear to play yet. Yeah. Um, but those are the UCLA, Duke. So yeah, watch the classic ones there. So those are the top picks. Um, I'll be honest. The only I I never followed like the no, prospects we, ever because you were to March sport. Madness, huh? And okay. that one too. But the only one I know was Isaiah Collier. Yeah, I heard of that. Yeah. So Bleacher Report doesn't even have an NCAA going going to Stefan Castle. From UConn going fourth. Yeah. And then a Duke guy. All right. So then yeah. that's it for that. Oh, no. College or, or basketball, uh, football, football, very quickly. Yeah. Um, it's uh, still the same top five. Um, It's still Ohio State. Georgia. Georgia. Michigan. Michigan. Florida who State. might be, I don't know, might be punished. Might be punished, yeah. And then Florida State. And then UW still undefeated. Washington look is outside looking in right now. And Oregon. Here's and my question to you, though. How can your Oregon get in? Is this they have to beat UW has to be undefeated because UW could use lose a game still like Washington State's a rivalry game. Oregon just say they went out, but and they also beat Washington because their game was close. If I wasn't mistaken, right? it was close. So yeah. let's just say Oregon beats UW in their uh, the regional final, like how LSU Bama happened or Bama Georgia happened. Right? Yeah, yeah. What if if Oregon wins that and let's just say FSU loses one? Does that get Oregon in? I because that know. that conference was tough. I don't know. Colorado bro. was decent for a bit. This is so like there's so much gray area and like there's voters. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying in your opinion, like, is that the way they get in, or is or because have, that's or because way. Michigan, Michigan they have to win out to get or, in, or or because Michigan and Ohio State play each other, and if it's not a close game, then one of the loser will probably get out, right? Like let's just say Ohio State destroys Michigan. Yeah, that's true too. And that's the only way I can see Oregon because UW should get in. Like it's so weird not seeing UW in, but the other teams ahead of them are undefeated. Unfortunately, it's just so much gray area with this. But yeah, Oregon needs to win out. Obviously, it's, it's obvious. There's like no need to say that. But when do you know when it's effective? That whole twelve team thing or whatever it was. I don't know. Was I think it's next year. year I think next year maybe. Yeah. Next well, year. I'm, uh, I'm just looking at the top twenty. But that's yeah. USC that's falls out. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> College football. Done. Okay. Next stop. NHL. NHL. First off, Canucks. The Canucks are the Texas Rangers. Agree or disagree? Agree. To start off the year. Agree. 
Now, hopefully, it ends off that way too. Yes. Because I still <laughs> think a downfall is gonna happen. Hundred <laughs> percent. Now, do I hope it's not as extreme? That's for sure. They're hope two it. different sports. I hope it's recoverable. <laughs> but the reason why I'm comparing them to the Texas Rangers is simply because no one really had Rangers being pretty good in the regular season. I said they were going to be good, but I didn't think they were going to be this good either. Um, and, the, and they were going to be barely fighting a wild card spot. Same, barely fighting. Same thing with the Canucks. And same thing with the Canucks. Wild card team. And they're killing it. And they're the top of one of the top teams in the league right now. And uh, they're on their East Canada road trip starting today. On the flip side, though... That DJ Smith looks like he's safe right now because he beat Toronto, but they played the Canucks today. <laughs> Edmonton, man. Edmonton. Jack Campbell it. got waived. Jack Campbell got waived. Second year into his deal. Ken That's Holland's me. only bad, con- mainly bad contract, I guess you could say. And Darnold Nurse. Yeah, but like this, one's, even, this one's worse. This one's worse, yeah. And uh, Edmonton, San Jose. San Jose got Battle their first win. Battle of the shit. San Jose, <laughs> got the, San Jose got their first win. Yeah. But I think people were saying like, oh, Philly needed to win. I think this makes it better because if San Jose win, yeah. they had the same amount of wins as Edmonton. Have makes, you ever in seen, my opinion, it makes it better. Have you ever seen McDavid look pissed off like this before? Hey, and we, dry we, side we broke McDavid. <laughs> we broke Edmonton. Three games. We broke them. All three games. So at home, it was 14-3 to and then 4-3 at Edmonton. And then we play the them overall now score April. against Edmonton was 8 plus 4, 12 plus was it 6. six? 18 to 3, 5, five. quick maths. 18 to 6. <laughs> quick maths. 18 so 3 to, to 1, essentially. It was a, the ratio, I guess. But, yeah. Um, but am I still crazy to think that Edmonton will still make the playoffs? No. No. Just because McDavid is still there, right? Yeah. They got to figure out their goaltending. That's the main thing. As bad as their defense has been, they got to figure out their goaltending. Maybe they got the new coach bump. Maybe the people are saying it's Boudreau or Gerard, uh, I think Wyshynski on Halford and Bruff said it could be Boudreau or Gerard Gallant. Boudreau, the Boudreau bump is real. We experienced it firsthand. Now their defense So the thing with this is with the Boudreau bump, you got to do it early. Yeah. The Travis Green were fired way too late. Yeah. Um. Okay, so before I get to the trade, very quickly though, Freddie Anderson uh, is going to be away from the team. A medical test discovered blood clotting in his body. Um, there are no, there is no time to for his turn, but he's expecting to make a full recovery. So that's good to hear. That's how Chris Bosch's career ended early. Yeah. So. So hopefully he could there's that fully recover and get well soon. Get back into. Um, and then the news for that is that they're trying out Yarsalov Halak. So, the Minnesota Wild made two trades. One, they traded away Kalen Addison to the San Jose Sharks for a f- fifth round for prospect Adam Roska and a fifth round pick in 2026. Then after that, they acquired veteran Zach Bogosian from the Tampa Bay Lightning for a seventh-round pick in 2025. Bogosian's 33, heading the final year of his contract, cheap contract. I saw Sat Shaw, Satyar Shaw, say this. I think it was him. If I'm wrong, it's someone from Vancouver Media. That the Sharks have been so bad that they're adding a player not to be that bad. Exactly. <laughs> right. Honestly, like they've been so bad. It's like it's genuinely like they might be. They tanking. be Philly, by the way. I know you mentioned it slightly, yeah, but they be they, Philly. They they might. They've been so bad, but they're trying not to be that bad. Because no, 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 you, you gotta sell tickets. It's either they're so bad that they are genuinely that bad, or they're so bad that they're purposely tanking. I think according to Crab Bun, they're genuinely an AHL team. They are minus Claire and some uh, even like trade deadline target right there. Yeah. Um. Free my boy Anthony Claire. <laughs> Yeah, like, they, they got to sell tickets, too, somehow. Like, you can't be financially hit as a team. So, there's that. 
Um, last, let's very and quickly end off on soccer. First thing, though, get it out of the way. The thing I alluded to earlier. Friday, 4 a.m., PST. Canada especially, wake up. U-17 World Cup begins. Our boy, our cousin, Jeevan Bardwal, a.k.a. Jeevan Bardwal, according to... Con- according Kaf, to commentators. <laughs> Juwan Bardwal. Uh, World Cup, he's... Probably should be playing. He started He's starting in, if they want. According to, win. to Peter Galindo, you could check that podcast out. He said it, not me, that he was man of the match. They want to win. Not, no, sorry, player of the tournament. If they want to win, of he, the, of the Concacaf. Cha- if they want to win, he's starting. Yeah, simple as that. Four a.m. Though I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna be tough because the, I I don't know what to expect. They're playing Spain off the bat, so I'm gonna be dead tired for work. That's for sure. But good luck, Jeevan. Shout out Canada, Canadian soccer. Wake up and uh, let's see how Support it goes. The boys, you Friday. Morning, 4 a.m., Monday morning, 4 a.m., and then Thursday morning, 1 a.m. Yeah, Indo- in, in Indonesia, Indonesia, that's why. That's why it sucks. But, and then. so good luck. Shout out to you. Uh, get into Champions League. Let's get off with the group of death um, off the bat because it is genuinely the group of death now. This seven, is the definition of a group of death. Seven, six, five, four, I believe, are the points. Yeah, four, five, six, seven from the reverse order. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's mad. I want to see what the exact thing is because PSG lost. Dortmund is first. Dortmund is PSG. now first after starting off horrible. PSG is second. Newcastle. Which is what I had, I think, my prediction. Newcastle is third. No. I mean, AC Milan is third. Newcastle Now Newcastle yeah, yeah. Newcastle had a promising start is now fourth. Um, I said Dortmund was my lock. This is... And I predicted the upset in Newcastle. This is a genuine... Well, Sandro Tonali's not there. That, that's also a big hit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this is genuinely a group of death. Because like, some people might think a group of death of like, one team to be utter shit. No. Like no, how Costa Rica was supposed to be on paper. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, genuinely living up to the name. I think right now, the teams that have qualified are Bayern Munich, Man City. Man City. The Real Madrid. Real Madrid has 10 points. So, yeah, I think... There's two games remaining, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh, no, sorry. No, this is Real Suicida. So, Real Suicida and Inter Milan have qualified. Yeah. They both have 10 each. Yeah. And then it's three and zero. So, yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, Real Madrid, 12, three plus sixes. Yeah, so they're in. If you um, have 12 points, you're in. Yeah, you're in. So, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich. Barca blew it. Barca blew it, yeah. Barca cut a clinch, but they blew uh, it. Real Suicida and Inter Milan. That group is done. Group D is done. Uh, Atletico, that's tough. Atletico has eight. Lazio has seven. Feyenoord has six. Yeah, that's uh, tough. Celtic has a very, very, very slim chance because they can't even lose. What about game. Arsenal? Arsenal, I think Arsenal have three. nine. Yeah, so they're, they they're nine, be fine. five, five, two. Because they lost five, to Lens. So yeah, one more win they're in. Um, Mans, yeah, Barca blew that's it. Like it yeah, said. Barca blew it. And let's talk about our team. And uh, yeah, Group we A. We are probably not even gonna make Europa League. Group A, Man United are fourth place. Yeah. Good news is we're not out of it. The bad news is we might not even make Europa League. We might not make Europa League. But the good news is we might. It'll be better to focus on just the league. But even though we're far behind, which is not a good thing. And another bad news is we're a laughing stock. <laughs> Rashford is suspended now three games. Was okay. We gotta talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about the red card first because that United, changed the game. United were playing well. Got two goals. Front three was dominating. Front, Hoyland dominating two zero lead up until the, the red, red card. card. And then ultimately, red cards, two goals with a 13-minute add-on time. It was a 2-2 halftime, at halftime. And the red card happened after the 40th minute. But technically, there was like 13 minutes plus. So like what? 18 minutes left in the half. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, first off, let's get to the red card before we get to the game itself. The game they lost four three to Copenhagen. I mean, that was the game itself. The uh, red card. Uh, red card though. So Rashford got called for a stamp or a stomp, stamp, whatever you want to call it. The, but it wasn't like a deliberate, um, like going. He wasn't going in a challenge like that. All right. The best way to explain it, if you're looking at the picture, it's a red card. Yes. If you're looking at the play and you play soccer. You clearly tell. You could clearly. Everyone clearly knows that Rashford is trying to shield the ball. Yeah, that's what was happening. So, do you call it because of the picture, or do you call it the play? It's the play. So that's it. Has to be the play. That's the question here. So here's the thing. I'm. I don't. We're not homers. If you're gonna say that, we're being homers. Jamie Carragher is a Liverpool legend. Why would he have any stock in saying this? Exactly. Robbie Savage, who know, is known for United, is the one on commentary saying, "Oh yeah, it's not right." Yeah. That's a. It's a straight red in his eyes. I think I don't know who was doing um, the TNT halftime show. Skulls yeah, and so Hargraves. Yeah, so they were saying hell no either, right? Yeah. Like when you look at the play, and our cousin said it perfectly. He's an Arsenal fan, so he he's definitely not gonna give a shit about this because he's tormented. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like freeze f- frame and pick like slow motion is ruining the game. He's not the only one to say it. Many people are saying it now. VAR for me was only beneficial for offside, and you still messed it up with the Liverpool game. Exactly <laughs> right, and and there's no consistency with it. There's now no, this is UEFA. No. This is not even FA. This is yeah. UEFA now. Yeah. Um, I'm not, that's not a red card because like for me it's not just because he's like you said he's turning into the body. Yeah, it happened his foot to be there. You give the foul. It's yes. not you accidental or not. You give the but red card. Big thing. Why red card is a red card is intent. Yeah. Right, like that's that's what drives it to being a red. Majority card. of them, yeah. Majority of them, right? There's no intent here. Straight red to be he, exact. He was even looking at the player. Straight red to be exact. Yeah, he was even looking at the player. Yeah. Right. This was a straight red in this situation. It's not like it was a second yellow. So I mean, that's our take. Like, it, are you calling the picture or are you calling the play? Because the play is that he wasn't looking at the player, and he was shielding the ball. Yeah. And he happened to stomp on the guy. Yeah. Accidentally. So, yeah, I know the consistency. I, I don't get it. And the handball is a little harsh. I see why they gave it to Harry Maguire. That led to the penalty. Then Bruno took the lead, though, because we started dominating. Not on our own handball, so that kind of evened out as well. Yeah, uh, and then I don't know what happened. I don't know what Dalo was thinking in the last goal. And I don't know we why he subbed off. Good. I don't we know why playing. he subbed off Mount Striker. We were playing good in the second half until yeah. until Dalo and then Varane and Maguire trying to play at the back when you're a man down. We won't talk about Ten Hag this. It was not Ten Hag. It's not on Ten Hag this one. It's more players and it's more just unfortunate mishappenings yeah like Ten Hag in general we won't go on too long to rant on it because we were supposed to be the last time obviously we ran out of time next week maybe depending on what happens on the weekend against Luton Town who gave Liverpool a trouble by the way that's but true. yeah so UCL wise that's, that's the biggest update uh, we have um, there was no other real news again as always hey I mean if you're officiating a we might we might have Pierre Galindo on soon so we bring up officiating because we had the whole mm, Whitecaps white white well. situation as but well but yeah no if you're a neutral fan what a game to watch yeah but and a as a United fan, fan, it's a shit show this year. It's a classic second year United. I think when we're like we genuinely were playing good, and we still. Oh, dude, I love that front three. That front three was perfect. Maybe yeah, McCominay played well, so I can't even say for that level of a game. I was fine with not Amrabat starting, but maybe a better team. It should have been Amrabat, but and maybe instead of Eriksen, it could have been. We're cooking. Else. Van Bissaka is looking good. Van Bissaka is looking great. And then, uh, yeah, I think Johnny Evans got hurt as well. He got hurt. I don't know. I think Rafa Varane's done now. 
I think he's going to uh, Saudi for sure. Probably yes. Um, but yeah, that covers if Johnny Evans beating soccer, you. Soccer, right? That covers that soccer. Covers soccer. Uh, that's pretty much where it. We'll stop it right there. Like we said, let me check if we're at one ninety nine or two hundred right now. Probably not. Any, let's do a live check just live just check? to be safe. Just to, just just to, to be, be safe, safe. Yeah. To end of the pod. Um, love love the support on the the last video. We're still at one ninety eight, but because it, it spiked today at the time of this recording. Yeah. But, um, okay, we're still at 198. So help us get to 200, hopefully by the end of this week, because um, we have a guest video for you guys coming out this weekend. It will be a long one, giving you guys a heads up. So, But it's a great story Genuine of, of a guy talking. You're going to learn a lot. A guy talking about his mental health and everything mental like that. Mental health, his endurance athlete. Yeah, that's, that's the hint you're going to give. But get. No, his story is incredible, talking about everything from sports. To baseball, <laughs> baseball to to mental health, <laughs> analytics and, and everything. But yeah, yeah. So that's coming out this weekend, probably Saturday. Like I said, we're filming another one this weekend, most likely. That should be coming out on Sunday or that's Monday, guest or sorry, not Monday or a Tuesday. That's an analyst one. Um, I'll be reaching out to some other guest, either returning guests or uh, analysts or new analysts to see if we can set something up. But yeah, tune check out to that. Help us get to two hundred. Follow. Help us get to. 200 followers on Instagram. We, we're always active on there. TikTok, get us to 100. Twitter, get us to like 50 for right now. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll go from there. Um, uh, other than that, uh, we appreciate you guys for watching this. Like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.